0: G'day awesome people, welcome to episode, I'm just looking it up as we're talking, 285 of the Trainsmove podcast, my name is Tim Egg and if you have any questions at all you like to submit through the show, don't hesitate, jump in front of your computer, pick up that telephone, whatever it takes, type in trainsmove.com and up on the homepage there it says, submit your questions, click on that, It comes a little form, type away, be super specific, be super selfish. Submit your questions. Makes me feel important, needed, loved, cared about. (laughs) So today's question comes from Graham, who did that very same thing. Why should I consistently breathe when my head is in the water? Wouldn't it make more sense to hold and blow out before I breathe? Um, There are a few coaches. It's a good question. Um, There are a few coaches in the minority, so to speak, that actually recommend that. And and swimming's one of those things that some... Every... Most... You know, there's so many different theories. And... Some athletes says, oh, you shouldn't be doing this. And then some like some coaches say, you can't do that. That's the worst thing. And then some other coaches are over here saying, oh, that's the best thing. i get my athletes to do this. And then one's over here saying, you both are wrong. You need to be doing this. So there's so many different theories, so many different ways. Um, and you just kind of have to navigate and try and find what works for you. Um, but holding your breath, the, the theory behind that is... That when you take a breath, the oxygen fills up into your lungs. That air stays in there, raising your body very slightly in the water, keeping you higher that little bit higher in the water—which will make you that little bit quicker. Um, that's a—that's a theory behind it. I haven't seen any real, you know, research or study saying that that's the duck's guts. That you know that's actually proven. But anyway, that—that's. One of the main theories behind that, and and, and as far as I'm aware, only a select few, really a a minority of swim coaches actually do that. Um, Triathlon coaches actually recommend that. So my, the my, in my, and I've tried it. I've tested it. Not just only with me. um, With other athletes, you know, I work for. You know, I'm not one of those guys that go, "Oh, work for me." It can definitely work for everyone else. Um, Because I just think that's a BS cop out but my experience indicates that people that hold their breaths underwater and without breathing out are generally the first to blow up in the water that's generally what I've generally come across you're not going to hold your breath when you're running you're not going to be holding your breath when you're cycling you know you know you don't walk up the street casually go oh I better hold my breath hmm you you just don't do it. You you naturally breathe in. You naturally breathe out. Um, the, so generally when I you know viewing an athlete, you know I I don't do a lot of um on, on deck coaching. These I just time doesn't allow it. I do it occasionally, but generally I don't do it um but i do analyze athletes video they'll get some video footage of it of them swimming hopefully from as many different angles as humanly possible um and i and i i look at their breathing and the ones that you know that are holding their breath and so, well, you know, as soon as that, as soon as your head's in the water start blowing that water out so generally you know if they struggle with it you get them to vibrate through their lips and make that <laughs> sound, you know, just get that, um, that must have felt great, you guys, XP, Q, the people that are listening to this through earphones, and they heard me going, <laughs> oh gosh, so the, I get them to do that, all of a sudden, they start swimming a lot, they're improved significantly, just by doing that the, That one little thing, constantly breathing out, um, so, so that's... My experience of it, and mm-hmm. and it's, you know, it's not just me doing a whole lot of research, which I clearly haven't. I've just stole a lot of what works for everyone else. I, I pick all the, the good crap and get rid of the bad crap. But I did test that one. That was one thing I did test because I found, in theory, I, I thought, oh, well, that makes sense. Hold your breath, you know. It's going to keep you up in the water that little bit. I found no evidence of that at all. Um, and, in fact, I actually... Uh, it actually, I felt for some athlete, it slowed them up, they just blew up that little bit quicker, and the pace was just a little bit off, so, but you need to do your own test, Graham, you um, run some tests, do, do maybe, and then just do it in one session, or oh, I'm going to do 200, holding my breath, and then I'll do 200, you know, blowing constantly and I'll see what's best. Uh, do a full training block. Do do like a six-week training block of just doing nothing but holding your breath um, and then blowing out just before you take a breath. And then do another six-week block of constantly breathing out and see what happens. And then add some time trials in that as well. Um, and I'm not talking about like a 1K time trial. Do do like a CSS um, time trial. So you do do a good little warm-up. But your main set's uh, 400 metres. You're timing that. Um, have, have a good you know, five-minute rest in between. Maybe just do a couple of easy, easy laps in between. And then um, do a 200-metre Time trial, and then just Google CSS calculator and add that in, and they'll give you a nice little CSS score. Um, but there are so many theories with with um, with swimming. Some I like the you know some athletes, some coaches should never use a pool boy, and then you got other coaches like Brett Sutton, for instance, who highly recommends pool boys just about all your sessions are done with pool boys and then you got others saying why would you ever use if, if using fins and then and I, I stuck with that for a while thinking yeah using fins are silly and then i thought well fins are important when it comes to doing drills um and then some saying do it using kickboards that's absolutely ridiculous that doesn't replicate this and then some are saying well kickboards are actually good um so you're gonna if you ask that same question to he or any swimming questions asked that to a hundred different coaches you might get a hundred different answers but yeah, that that's just my little um ex- my little theory on it all anyway all the best if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmooth.com. till next episode hey,